this nigga Trey Song has just been low. Yeah, no, that is true. He, he might be getting some shit on OnlyFans though. I don't know. I think you I think was, uh, you a sick nigga. <laughs> I think he went the porn route. Nah, bro. you a sick nigga. You a sick nigga for thinking he getting it on OnlyFans. <laughs> he might. He, he don't need the music. <laughs> Wait, Trigger got a uh, OnlyFans? I'm pretty sure he do. Now you, you just know assuming? Pretty sure he's <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, what? like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, he has something with uh, what's the name? What's Yasmin? Yasmin Lopez? Yeah. He had a video with her in it. He wasn't naked or nothing. She was naked. So I assume that was for his shit, but hmm. I don't know. Interest. So disappointing. <laughs> hey man, got it. Ready got it all, bro. I just I just discovered this illegal. You went to Trey Songs Reddit? <laughs> no, it was just. <laughs> It's a lot of different shit on here, but I just came across this uh, illegal life pro tips uh, Reddit. They got some shit on it. It's really kind of weird that you decided to that <laughs> Instagram and Twitter was too much for you, but Reddit was <laughs> Reddit is your pocket. Because <laughs> the shit that you be describing that you find is like, all right, man, maybe it's him. <laughs> Nigga off the grid, but found a home at Reddit. <laughs> You only find a sick chat room too. <laughs> yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino reporting live from the dirtiest city in America. Um, and this is episode 198. Um, and we here, man. Uh, we got my nigga C's in the building. Hey, man, shout out to the people who still bring RC Cola to the function. Hey, not too much on RC, man. Sure. Shout out to RC. Those are some good initials. If you still bring an RC Cola, I don't even know where you find RC Cola at this point. But if as an adult, you still bringing that to a function, you kind of, you have to know people are looking at you crazy. It got to be an off-brand, so like Pete's Food Market or some shit. You can't bring the Wildwood. Yeah, because I was just at Aldi and they ain't had no RC up in there. But they do got some good candles, man. They got some meditation candles up in there. All my candle boys <laughs> get uh sync up. <laughs> Candle mm. boys, yeah, okay. candle, <laughs> candle boys, <laughs> sync up. They got some good uh releases. I had to buy, cop three of them shits, man. Uh, but yeah, man, we got my nigga Don in the building. Yes, sir, man. It's your boy Darnell, man. Shout out what? to all my no, niggas. I, I didn't call it out last week. <laughs> last week was Donna. This week is Darnell. What's going on, bro? <laughs> no, man. I was. I I, I thought I said Donna. No, no, you but said <laughs> But shout out to my niggas that's still in into battle rap, man. That's like a hobby that for you to keep that going for a long amount of time is and stick with the stereotypes of what that brings. I, I respect it. You really love that shit. Okay, so you didn't say Darnell because you think you like Darnell off girlfriends. <laughs> I never said I did not say that. And I do not look like that. I <laughs> know. I, I have a picture of a side by side in my phone. Yes, you do. I, I, I do not look like Darnell, man. Like, I kind of see um, uh, uh, Kel, but he kind of. Kel? No, man. <laughs> Kel kind of fell off. I mean, not fell off, but he kind of got himself in some hot trouble. So I don't want to be associated. Do That's all I see. Do y'all I, feel I bad when like niggas uh, compared out to unsexy niggas? I think to say that it would mean you have to find certain niggas sexy. <laughs> you can find Which, niggas attractive, and not like you want to no, be with them. You said sex sexy niggas. nuts, but I, I, I get it. I get it. I understand. I know what I mean. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I feel away. I feel away, man. I See, definitely I, feel away. I never look at it like that. I just 
usually just disagree. Nah, I, I remember this uh, dude I work with. Um, he must have said I look like LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> For a minute, I think you racist, bro. I came cool with the dude, but I, I was like, oh no. No, LaShawn McCoy is crazy. Like, no. Nah. He was wrong for that. Don't a dude got like a running a running back bill throwing the shoulders and shit. Don't, don't tell me I got the running back. The default like running back. McCoy. He look like if you pass him a rock, he goes. <laughs> oh shit, man! It's messed up because at the time I had no idea what Lashawn McCoy actually looked like. Like this was back in like 2014 and shit. Like, I'm like, hold on, man. Let me Google this nigga. Yeah, I, nuts. Nah, that's it. How niggas doing, man? Besides uh, living in the dirtiest city in the world, man. Hey, you better be careful. Whoa. You still got to live there. Yeah, man. I, I, at first, when I saw it, I was like, I, I didn't agree, but I went to R&B only this weekend, man. And I realized that, that that might be accurate, bro. Like, the places where niggas really be at don't be dirty, but the places, like, the, I guess the police don't care about, they be dirty as hell. Mm. Yeah. I don't, do you think is more dirty than Chicago? In certain, uh, yeah, in certain points. Mm. Like I said, the the main parts and the main areas that people be in, it's not dirty. But like downtown, where nobody really is and shit like that. Like I went to the Bayou Center, like a, it's like a concert music hall, and it was just homeless people just like lounging and just. Stuff all over the place, bro, and that, that's like a concert center, bro. So I was just like, yeah, I can kind of see it. <laughs> Damn, I need to see what the uh, what were the top three cities on that list? Oh uh, shit, it was like Houston. Um, hold on, I think New York was in there. New York, I would put New York. They got the rats, yeah. I put them as number one, bro. It's crazy because they just be leaving a trash on the corner. It was Houston, yeah. Newark, uh, San Bernardo, Detroit, and Jersey City. Ooh, Detroit's a uh, no disrespect to all my people from Detroit, man, but that was a gloomy ass city. Mm. I seen. I ain't never seen a city look like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> straight up. Detroit just got a, like a dirty essence, bro. Like when you hear Detroit, you just you know start to right. think about a shower. Yeah. Yeah. All you think do, all you can think of is cash dogs. Remember when she, remember when uh KD got tired of her calling herself KD? Yeah. Oh damn, I do remember that. That still that still makes me kind of laugh sometimes, bro. Uh, KD, Detroit, BMF, all, uh, and I'm not dissing the real BMF. Let's get that clear. But the show mm-hmm. BMF is fucking at, bro. Did y'all see that last episode? Yeah. They need to cancel that show, bro. Damn, it's like that. Nah, <laughs> it's one of the worst shows ever, bro. I really did have a point where I realized we were wrong for even believing that Fifty would do this show justice, like do BMF justice in the sense where you really feel like everything can be like an accurate depiction. Yeah. Man, they had this. They had the super nigga Lamar walk into this church <laughs> with, like, with with what I'm with a dead dog, bro. <laughs> What? You remember that Martin episode where yeah. they, they saw his CD and he had that dog talking about sit? Yeah. They had him walk into a church service with that, walk up to the pulpit and lay it down, and then start arguing with Snoop. Wait, so it was an actual fake dog? Yes. yes. 
And then they had a standoff. Snoop and the the cop had a standoff in the church during the doing her funeral, bro. I was like, bro, this is horrible, dog. When I, when I thought of him doing the BMF show, I I wasn't thinking this shit would have multiple seasons. I, I was thinking this would be like a limited series or some shit. It like, should have really, been. Like you got enough in this nigga's life to make it multiple seasons. It really should have been. Because they taking they they just adding in all types of. At this point, they just got the names. <laughs> they, 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 they making up inventions. Yeah, they just using the names. Everything else is made up. Oh man, this is horrible, bro. No, that's that's nasty to do with somebody's real life. <laughs> just start throwing in random side quests. Yeah, fam, it's it's crazy, dog. But I don't know, man. How y'all doing, bro? Wait, uh, go back to that R and B only thing. How was it? I, I saw some man. That shit. that shit was trash. It wasn't. Really? It wasn't super trash. It just wasn't good. Like, um, my main thing, like, it had the potential to be good. Like the setup, it had a big ass dance floor. It wasn't like bougie. I mean, it was bougie people up top in the seats, but the main part was like a dance floor and a huge, humongous. So if they played the right shit, it could have got cracking. But, um, but the DJ, they DJ and the the MC, they were from California, and I have a thing that I feel like. People from California, at least Southern California, don't have good music taste. God damn. Okay. <laughs> Shit. What what even makes you say that? I feel like they enjoy the weather and the just the ambiance of California too much to be worried about music. And they so disconnected from the roots of blackness. <laughs> that they, they this just, is a hilarious thing. <laughs> bro, I'm sorry. And I I want I, I wanna preface it. That like, and I'm talking about lower California, mm-hmm. like L.A. Like, when have you like the show? What show did they have out in L.A. The um uh, the versus battle? Oh, um, was it Three Six Mafia? That's what I think. I'm, I feel like yeah. it was. Yeah, Three Six it, Mafia. It, and, uh, you know the vibe that they had because they couldn't connect with that music, and that's why I, I start this take started from bro and i just think that's what it is they was like mixing old classic r&b with like new obscure uh r&b songs i'm like bro you throwing off the vibe bro so it, it wasn't I, I wouldn't suggest it i, I just say it like that. I, i'm see i understand because i've been before and you always kind of walk away feel it's always kind of weird too because I feel like just having to stand for the entirety of oh, man. <laughs> the show to listen to R&B kind of takes away from enjoying the R&B in a sense. Yeah. Now, if I was juking and I was moving around, I, you know, I'd probably be in a better place. Like, cause at least yeah. I'm moving around, but I'm at a point I was standing in the same place for like 30 minutes. Like, and I caught a, you know, a couple vibes and singing a little bit, but outside of that, you know, it wasn't really doing nothing to me. So you know, I stayed for yeah. about two and a half hours and then I got up out of there. But it was, yeah, it was some joints up in there, though. That's, that's a decent long time. I always like, because I, I went too, but when I went, like, the vibe was just a little weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what what this was all about, but I want to know how it is now, if they made some, like, improvements on that. Nah, it was, it was kind of garbage. I, I wouldn't say garbage. It just wasn't. Maybe it wasn't for me. And the music... If they had the right music, it could have cracked. Let's say it like that. I'm going to lie. Sometimes I think they have venues that are too large. Oh, maybe that. <clears throat> what do you, I mean, what do you mean, though? 
Um, I feel like when you, I mean, because I don't know how yours was. Ours was at like the House of Blues, so people could you know go back and sit in chairs, and like everybody didn't have to be kind of on the dance floor in a sense. Or it was still you still had like a lot of room around you. I feel like if you remove some of that space for people to kind of be spread out, in a way, it forces people to engage with the music a little bit more. Oh no, ours is packed out, like oh, like shoulder to shoulder, and it was a big ass dance floor. It was it was a lot of people. I was like, God damn, bro! And then I was next to this girl that was drunk as hell. And like kept bumping into me, and like people's blowing loud in my face. Like, bro, it was crazy, dog. <laughs> it Wait, was why nuts. You, why you? Why you let them blow loud in your face? Not blowing like ignorant in my face, but she was smoking in front of me, and then it was like just coming back in my face. And I was like, bro, y'all gotta be fucking shit with this. Uh, but yeah, it was. It like I said, it wasn't bad. It was a nice little experience to get out and hang out, but uh, it was it was iffy, bro. I wouldn't suggest it to say it like that, but how, how y'all doing, man? What y'all getting to? Uh, pretty decent, man. Uh, pretty chill for the weekend. Caught up on a perfect match. Up, up on the up to date on that. Up to date on Love Island. Really, just meant to catch up on shows, man. Chilling. Oh, you in a loving so, mood, man? I see. You know, romantic mood this weekend. There ain't nothing romantic about Love Island or a perfect <laughs> match. That shit is straight chaos. Yeah, I gotta catch up, bro. I, I I gave up on Love Island. And I'm you know I'm a fucking Love Island stand, but this you shit was You said <laughs> Mr. Love Island. No, I just you wasn't getting into this season for some reason. I don't know why. Nah, it's kind of mid. I mean, they're not doing a whole bunch of uh swapping around and switching it up like they would do before. So oh, it's okay. kind of just it's kind of bland. But there are points where you have people to root for and people to root against. So I might catch. Got to see it through. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. I'm going to check up on that perfect match, too. Uh, Donna, man, how you doing, bro? What you getting to? Chilling, man. Not not much. Chill weekend. I'm trying to think of what shows I watch. I caught up on Wu-Tang. I'm niggas, man. It's bad or it's good? I don't, uh, have, you, have you watched episode three yet? I haven't watched any this yet. Season? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Once you get to episode three, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Once, yeah. Once you get there, well, we can we can talk. Okay. <laughs> this show, man, anything. I'm so glad it's the last season. <laughs> Them niggas fooling. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I heard uh, Succession ending too, man. It's the last season. Oh, that's confirmed. Yeah. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. Shout out to my Succession niggas, man. It's kind of crazy. I know this is kind of just going on with it, but. Like that's about real shit. But like, you mean like real shit or act? This actually happened. Um, like something very similar to it. I don't know about everything in full, but I don't know. To me, it's just the thought of that. Like, you can have a family who's arguing about who should run this whole empire. Mm. Like, it seems kind of made up, but like the fact that it's based around things that have kind of happened is kind of crazy. Yeah, I think it's about oh, the yeah. the Bernard. The Bonault family, right? The um, is that the name of it? The people who run like Louis Vuitton and all that. Um, I've, I've seen something about that. I feel like I've heard it's based on so many different families that I don't even know which one is correct yeah. or not. Oh, okay. but I feel like they take. I feel like they take certain stuff from certain different that happen in families' lives and kind of put it together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's based just off one, but. Damn, man, I, I'm mad that it's ending um, this season. I feel like they could do 
probably like two more. But hey, um, end on a high note. It was a great run, man. Southside got canceled too, man. Yeah, that was that was, was a time. <laughs> <laughs> People was mad, but I was like, uh, and I'm a huge no. Southside fan, but I was like, uh, it was just time, bro. There were people who really enjoyed the last season. Really? <sighs> there man. were. Which well, I, I would see it and I would be confused to say the least. But there were people who really enjoyed the last two seasons. See, I I only watched three episodes of this season, so maybe I need to finish it. But mm. those three episodes didn't give me anything. It didn't say, hey, keep watching. It told me, save yourself. The, the speed dating one was solid. The one when they had Donnell Jones on there, that one was solid. But outside of that, this season was trash. Uh, the la- last season was even more trash. They had that one part when they was telling bro to uh get rid of his locks, but outside of that, that's, that's yeah, that season was trash too. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought I think it was time, man. But that first season is some of Classic the best TV I've ever seen, bro. Classic, Yo. Classic. Yeah, I could watch that over and over, but uh, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know, man. Just out here living life, man. Enjoying life, enjoying the sun. Uh, I can't. Complain, oh, what was bro. it like? Uh, at the function at the R&B only, it was probably because you were sober. I, I realized that now. No, you know what, bro? And I don't want to get on preaching because that's one of the things I learned about it. Um, I've been reading this book by Alan Carr called "How to Control Your Drinking," which I would suggest Damn. if you if you really um, I I got on it because I was watching. I watch a lot of Theo Vaughn now, and Theo Vaughn was interviewing Nikki Glazer, and it was funny. So I ended up watching Nikki Glazer on Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan offered her like a, a near beer, like a Heineken Zero or whatever it's called. And she said she had stopped drinking like five years ago. And the thing that helped her stop drinking was this book by Alan Carr called How to Control Your Drinking. So, you know, me just being um, curious about it. I was like, hey, that's what I'm trying to do. I checked it out. Uh, read it in like three days. And that shit clicked, bro. Like it, it just I don't like nothing ever has clicked for me before. That shit clicked. That's the first book I read that and it's crazy how you run into certain shit because I wasn't looking for nothing that helped me with this shit. I just randomly was scrolling on YouTube and this she was talking about it and I was like, let me check that out. So Yeah, man. Um what we wanna start, man. Drizzy retired from rap, man. He said um he had an interview with Lil Yachty. Um, I don't know who set up this interview. Do, do y'all know who set up this interview? I have no idea. I don't even know what yeah, that's for. Yeah, same. Uh, okay. Well, it was a he was talking to Yachty. They had a one on one sit down where they were just talking about life and different things. Drake was talking about he kind of regrets putting women's name in his raps. I don't think he does, but mm. hey, let's let Drake get his shit off. Uh, but part of this interview, Drake comes to a point where he says that he thinks he's accomplished all he needs to accomplish and that he's planning his uh, graceful exit from rap. Uh, do y'all feel like, do y'all agree that Drake's accomplished all he needs to accomplish and he can start thinking about retirement? Do y'all think Drake is actually going to retire? Mm, yes to the first one. I feel like he's done enough. He's already cemented. Um, I don't think he's going to retire, though. I think it's, you know, I, when artists get to talking that talk, you know, I don't really listen. Mm. I, I, I know what it is. You know, it's very rare that someone actually uh, backs that up. 
like Joe Joe Budden did it, which is nuts. I'm surprised he hasn't put any shit out. But rappers, they don't really, you know, they it's it's just talk. But I feel like he's cemented though. I kind of think he's going to go if he does it, he will do it, and I think he's going to take the Jay Z route. I think by him saying somewhat of a priority he'll do more things you'll get less albums the guest verses will come far and few is what I'm imagining that looks like for him and that kind of makes sense to some extent because I mean he's already doing other shit with shows and content and all that whatever it is platforms I think he will I think it's always good when the artists are um, I don't know. They have the ability to kind of look into the future mm. when it comes to their projects and how they want their path to go, as opposed to kind of getting pushed out the door, as opposed to leaving out on their own. Okay. Yeah, I I, I would agree. I think that Drake has done enough, and um, you know, the stuff that he's dabbling in now, like he, he's dabbling in like Nike uh, deals. He has fucking shows like uh, Top Boy and all that so you look at all that that he's well off enough to to say fuck it I'm done Uh, but I I wonder has he given us that lasting project or album that's gonna last the test of time like a late late registration black album something that's uh, Illmatic that cements him as one of the greats one of the goats Mm, I think I think he gave us that with views. I, yeah, I would say views. I mean, most people might say take care. Nothing was the same, but for me, views would be his time. The in, one in time of history. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I that's 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 my favorite album. So I I would agree with that. So I don't know because you know people certain people look for certain things from Drake. DJ Envy was on a on the radio this week. And he said. Drake cannot retire without giving us an all rap album. Hey, Drake's never doing that. I guess why it, can't he? It's a better question. Give us an all rap album? Or yeah. you mean no? Why? Why can't why does he, he need why, to? Why? Yeah. Why does he need to? Re- why can't he retire before doing so? Uh, I think that a lot of people will argue that. It, to be considered one of the top rappers, you have to have a rap album. It's just like a lot of people say. Uh, three stacks can't be considered one of the greatest rappers because he's never dropped a solo. Although he's proven time and time again over the the five or six Outkast albums that he's one of the greatest rappers to ever live. I mean, I guess if you if you want to get, I don't know, definitive, I guess in a sense, yeah. But we know we all know that Drake is more than a rapper. Like it's a it's a few artists who fall outside of that bucket. Like it's Drake. If you want to throw Nikki in it, you throw Nikki in it because she gets more in her pop lane as well. Like they're a little bit too diverse in a sense. They're too multifaceted, multi talented to stick to just one thing. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I agree. And I think also my thing with that would be is what would be considered an all rap album. Like just an album where he doesn't sing at all, period. Like he doesn't sing on the hooks. He doesn't do any type of singing. 
Yeah, I would. I would say so. I, like, look at a, a, a album like College Dropout. Like it's Kanye is doing a little bit of harmonizing at some points, but majority he's rapping. Yeah, but that's yeah. not what we want from him. And he's doing some singing on there, so it's like I don't. I don't think there's an uh, all rap. I, I mean, there there definitely are, but I think of all the best R and B albums, I, I feel of this generation, they have some type of singing in it. I feel like you can't really escape that. That's why. I what really about like, like Illmatic and? Uh, black album, yeah, that's last, like that. I'm, I'm but like I feel like generation even, classics. Okay, but I feel like even the black album had some type of. It's hard because you're still gonna need melodies. You're still gonna need something that's a little R and B ish. Like black album still had changed clothes. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like strictly rap. Oh yeah, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm like, hey, if these musty niggas want to hear bars, listen to Sky Zoo or some shit, bro. Like, yes. I, I'm not, I'm not about like no bar. I don't want to hear that from Drake, bro. I've always been like, I don't want to hear bars from Drake. I want to hear you talking that talk and singing to women that left you and shit like that. That's the type of Drake I like. Yeah, so. I, I'm just interested to see if Envy would say that about Kendrick because I feel like. All of Kendrick's albums have him doing some type of singing on. Them. Like you could say that they're on all rap album, but I mean he's he's still singing on a good amount of the songs. So even I, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. To to Pimp a Butterfly might be the only one, but even on there he's doing some offbeat shit that some people probably would even consider rap. I mean, if you think if you look at I, that's not really all rap. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. I love myself. Yeah, he was doing a little bit of singing. Yeah, he, was, he, was like, he gets it, he gets into that bag. So I don't I feel like for Drake, we don't really need that. I mean I feel like he gives us enough enough raps and he knows the balance, except for that one bullshit he, he dropped that one time. But for the most part, he gets into his bag. What what's on what project he talking about? Uh, uh, honestly, never mind. Yeah, honestly, never mind. That oh was, yeah, that was fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was completely ridiculous. But other than that, he knows he knows what he's doing. Her loss, low key. I'm I can't call it now, but I, I, it might be a classic. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, it's How a little, couple minutes by you video. Nah, that spin by you video is crazy. Drake know what he be doing, man. He do the little inclusive play, and yeah. he know what he doing, bro. Yeah, I, I, I was peeping it, man. It ain't, it ain't better than DDG's video, though. Man, <laughs> bro, I'm signing that position, bro. He needs Wait, to get away from Halle, bro. Uh, get Halle a new man. It's a petition on uh, you know that petition site. Okay, so what 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 actually happened? Do we know what act? Did they ever figure out what actually happened with them? With him that and, situation uh, with Ruby Rose, yeah. Ruby Rose? I, I I don't think so. I think no none of them are gonna tell the truth. Like Ruby Rose gonna stick to her guns that he was trying to get at her. He's sticking to her guns that it was innocent. Like reach, he was reaching out to her when he was in the city, saying like what's good with you and stuff like that. And he's saying it was strictly innocent, but you know you just don't know who's worth to take. Um, 
But the song is just ignorant, bro. It's straight yeah. ignorance, bro. He was talking some shit on that. <laughs> I like that, though. I, yeah. I like that. You know, I'm, I'm messing with it. I'm kind of coming around on DDG after that song. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, really, I really hate that it happened that same effect. It was like, you know, I might I might check out some more of this music. Like, no, I, I might, you, might, you might finally accept him as a rapper, not just a YouTuber trying to rap. Nah, that shit was ignorant, bro. I, I can't get behind it when he's talking about uh, my chick could never leave me because I'm digging her down too good. I was like, oh, hold on. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but he was like, man, she may be kissing the prince, but I'm the nigga she fucking. I was like, all right. Let's get on, nigga. Talk I was that. Like, this nigga too ignorant, bro. Yeah, I, I don't definitely, I never want no nigga like this around my kids, bro. <laughs> This type of nigga you gotta be a nut ass old head with. Yeah, no. I feel that. So, uh man, what's <laughs> do how do y'all feel about dealing with uh Big Groove, man? I feel like he Who the fuck is Big Groove again? The, the big Groove dancing, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that shit. I feel <laughs> like he should be tired of <laughs> This nigga needs to be tarred and feathered. <laughs> That's crazy. You can't say that, bro. I understand you don't fuck with him. Come on. There's nothing he he doesn't add anything to anything. Yeah, and I know we talk about him a lot, but I just want to get it out of the way because a lot of I see the debate is now how to handle him. Like we got one side saying he needs to be like slaughtered and shit like that, and I'm I'm not on that side. I don't think nobody needs to be killed for dancing like a a monkey or whatever he's doing now. Um, but it's another side defending him, saying like it's like Cardi came out and made a video saying that yes, what he does is cringy and corny, but he has a right to do this and kids like what he does. Like him and the other little dude. I think the other dude is worse, low key. No, he is. Is that that chicken dude? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, bro. That that's worse to me, bro. No, it's here's the thing. It's it's it definitely is worse. Worse. What the problem is, if he was at home eating this lasagna or chicken or whatever he wanted to eat and then start dancing, it'd be perfectly fine. But he he continuously goes into these restaurants and establishments where random people are enjoying their food, taking a bite, and then start shooking and jiving behind people's chairs. It it gets disruptive. Once you start doing shit in public, like I'm assuming the public is allowed to kind of have an input on what you're doing. If he's just doing it at home, then yeah, it's it's perfectly fine. You're not bothering nobody. Mm. This is why black people we can't have no meetings, bro. Look at the shit we have sides on. <laughs> Grooving gorilla and the chicken eating boy. And how we gonna handle this? <laughs> this shit is nuts. Yeah, but a lot of people think that if we just stop posting them and stop reacting to it, uh, then he'll go away. But I, bro, I can't see something like this. This nigga dancing after eating some chicken and just not have a reaction to that, bro. It makes you want to go get a switch. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I do get that though. I, I do see that side of it where it's like, all right, if we just ignore these motherfuckers, eventually they'll stop. I do agree with that. I thought he went away and then he just seemed like he came back. 
Yeah, because at, at certain points, I think it's just hard to like we can ignore all but so much, bro. Like when the water, when I saw the watermelon video and him uh, dressing up like Donkey Kong, I was like, bro, enough what? is enough, bro. Wait, what? He dressed up like Donkey Kong eating watermelon? No, the, they were two separate videos. So he was oh. he has a video where he's eating watermelon all crazy and buckeyed, and then he got another video where he dressed up like Donkey Kong dick slanging. Oh, what? <laughs> this needs to stop. All right, I, I see how some black people feel like there needs to be some intervention here. Like, like we, we need to get involved and shut them down. I get it. Yeah. Honestly, I think at this point, people are hoping he sees so much that he just decides to stop. I, that's never the that's never the move, bro. Because they're doing it for attention, and they need they need people riled up. That. That, yeah, but you if know, you if you don't get order. positive feedback, if it's all negative, you you might stop. Like you scroll through your mentions or replies, and it's just all like get get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you you might feel less inclined to keep going. I feel like that only works for like regular jobs. I feel like when it comes to just if your job is just to be on the internet, I feel like any reaction is good reaction. Unfortunately. Yeah, them niggas, it's like starting sparking up a new Amos and Andy's, bro. Like, I, I swear somebody gonna give them a show so white people can just like laugh at these niggas dancing and bucking when they eating chicken and shit, bro. Is they gonna, gonna give them a talent? Bro. I don't know. And a lot of people be saying he's just being happy. Like, let him be happy. <laughs> and like, sometimes you just gotta get called out for certain shit, dog. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So. Hey man, this is no okay. This Donkey Kong video is crazy. Is he? Is he? Is he broke? <laughs> I mean, he has to be. He has to be if he's doing this shit. You have to be. You have to be living in like means of squalor and struggle to resort yourself to doing this type of behavior for for views and likes and hopefully some money. This is embarrassing, bro. It's embarrassing, dog. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, nah, you. I definitely. If yeah, don't ever let me see him at a brunch or a breakfast that I'm at. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna get that switch. <laughs> hey, hey, room might fuck you up, man. That's a oh, big nigga, bro. I don't know if you man. You know, I, you saw him throw hands on Funny Marco. He can't throw hands. <laughs> you gonna press his ass? <laughs> Test his he hands out, man. Hey man, but um. Oh yeah, no, there was a um a debate on that I saw on the timeline going on about which region has the best music, and if you count Michael Jackson for the well, Michael Jackson counts as the Midwest. So technically, does the Midwest have the best region of music of all time? If you think about it, we have Michael Jackson, Prince, Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, Sam Cooke, Quincy Jones, Kanye, Janet, Madonna, Diana Ross, and that's kind of good. just a few to kick off the list. Nah, I, I still don't. And that's a that's an amazing lineup, but you got to put in the Philly soul era in, in Philadelphia. And then you, of course, you got New York too. So uh, I think that that's going to take you. I mean, but is there is there enough of Philly soul to come on, man. To feel like <laughs> Enough of Philly Soul plus New York to feel like it's better than the Midwest? See, and that's what I was going to ask. 
I don't, I don't know, man. Like, cause who who are the legends from Philly? So, Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, it's too many to to name, bro. Like all the all the groups that was coming back back in the day. Music Soul Child was from Philly, bro. Mm-hmm. Jill Scott, Boyz II Men. All mm-hmm. all them niggas was from Philly. Yeah, but we Midwest got three piece. Um, <laughs> three, um, piece. three piece. They got Donald <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Three pieces. Midwest still got a vine. Wait, don't we got Carl Thomas? Yeah. Nah, do we? Where's Carl Thomas? I don't think Carl Thomas from, from Chicago. I thought he was from like Ohio or some shit. He's like a Newark nigga with them sweaters. <laughs> oh no, he's from uh, uh, Aurora. That's yeah, he's from Aurora. That's crazy. Man, yeah. n- niggas don't ever claim no Aurora niggas. <laughs> and now we want to claim some Aurora niggas. <laughs> hey, man, he's Midwest though. Shout out to Carl, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but I, I feel like between New York and Philly, it's, so it's, it's between the east. You say between the east and it's between the east and the Midwest. Yeah, I, who, who are we considering Memphis? Uh, is that the Midwest or is that? The I south? would give them the South. Okay, yeah. Okay, well that 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 then doesn't help the Midwest. So yeah, I'm 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 giving it to the East, but yeah, I would say the Midwest, of course, will like Detroit, Motown, and all that. That's that's in there. But yeah, mm, that's a good one. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Where does we, Bell Well go? Where does Bell Well count? He's Midwest. Oh, hell yeah. But I don't think yeah. that helps us too much. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Let's not cap though. Uh, no, I'm not saying Bell Well's trash. I'm just saying that that isn't like if it we had a draft, he wouldn't make our team, bro. For his run and impact. I think you would have to give him more consideration than you want to. He's, he's for sure up there. If we had to draft a team of fifteen he, people from the mid, fifteen singers from the Midwest, no. is he making that? Then, I mean, no. If you if you do a full fifteen, if you, and you have Michael Jackson and Prince on that list, of course not. But I feel like his name should at least be considered in the draft. That's that's big though. They have Michael Jackson, Prince. Yadoff. Got some okay. heavy hitters, man. And honestly, we we can't even count the um the con. Shaka Khan? <laughs> oh shit. No, no Tamar Kelly. Ooh, I forgot Plus about Shaka Kells. Khan. Yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta count Kells too. You know what? Nah, Midwest. I feel like it's hands down now. Nah. I mean, we have big major artists. We got Kanye, Kells. Like in Detroit, you got Eminem. Like you got major artists, but you got major artists in New York too, bro. Damn, I forgot about Eminem. Okay, so New York, we got what? Of course, Hove, Jay Z, Nas, Nas, Lauren Hill. Uh, who else? Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Ooh, Alicia Keys. Hill. You think of Philly? You got Patti Labelle, Will Smith, you Eve, Boyz II Men, Pharrell, Teddy Pendergrass. I, I don't know if those are, but I don't think any of those people, respectfully, maybe Hove, I'd put in the realm of the four people we named from Midwest. That is true. Jay Z. Oh, you said Jay Z. Michael. Michael. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Nas is in that category, bro. No, Michael Jackson. I, he's, he's Michael not Jackson. Kells. <laughs> Michael Jackson and Prince, and maybe Janet Jackson on the different. Levels themselves, Biggie. Then I don't think Fifty Cent, Michael Jackson, Prince level. He's not on the Michael Jackson, Prince level. 
Not on the Kells level, man. <laughs> Y'all cheating with this Michael Jackson and Prince shit. It's not <laughs> cheating. They, they kill. Do Kells. Biggie is as big as Kells. Musically? Oh. Mm. Yes. Uh, you can't find too many people that don't consider Biggie one of the top three rappers of all time. If we okay, if we have to be with realistic, that's part of it is nostalgia. What? I'm not I'm not gonna go that far. I'm not gonna go for that far. What? For Biggie? Biggie is and one I, of the greatest rappers I, of all time, bro. I hate that I have to do this. Oh, but you if you if you are comparing Biggie to R. Kelly, part of the, the element that would have Biggie up there is nostalgia. I'm not I'm not discrediting his rapping or his rapping abilities or his music, but if you look at it from a longevity perspective, <clears throat> it it should kind of be more one-sided because but everything have don't have to, to be long. I mean, careers don't have to be super long. Lauren Hill is one of the greatest of all time. She has one album. Yeah, but that's yeah. people people argue about that. They do. You could you could have a conversation about that. And with Big, I'm I'm cool with putting him up there with the greats. But also, people would say, I don't see that many people saying R. Kelly's not one or two of greatest R and B singer of all time. I'm not mad at that, but I'm saying that we we were talking like Biggie's not on that level. No, 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 no. I would I would put Biggie on that level, but I think R. Kelly, as far as artistry and like their musical level, I'm putting him above because he's number one R and B. It's it's no discussion. He's a piece of shit, but he's number one R and B. I don't see anyone better. All right. Well, I guess if you're comparing the two, but if we just putting people on that same level, Biggie is in that level. Uh, level, especially in head. Biggie is rap royalty, bro. No, no, I I agree with that. Fifty Cent is t- as well. Fifty Cent might not be shit now, and his later part of his career was garbage. But you can't tell the story of hip hop without Fifty Cent. He's rap royalty, but he's not gonna. I'm not putting him on the level of. The people we just named. Agreed. He's not in that category. He's like a he's a tier below. Agreed. It's like A tier. He might be even be B tier. <laughs> yeah. Not, I don't not know, even bro. disrespectfully, just it's, yeah. there are there are different tiers to the royalty. Like he did he when he was at his peak, he was definitely a hundred percent at his peak. He had the blacks, he had the whites. Like it was it was different. But when you name, he wasn't where Prince and Michael Jackson was. Yeah, that's like a cheat code, though, bro. It's not a cheat code. I mean, it's just calling the. It, it's just a way to clearly state that there are there have to be different tiers into what we're looking at. Okay, but we we comparing everybody to Prince and Michael Jackson. Like once you get past Prince and Michael Jackson, like they they're artists in New York and New Jersey that's beating out some of these Midwest artists. You would. It's not too many in the Midwest that's uh, stacking up with Hope. Mm-hmm. Not too many that's stacking up with Nas. Uh, I mean, outside of Michael and Prince. I mean, then you would have to go. Yeah, you would have. I mean, yes, you would have to put Ye against um, Nas or. He's I mean, again, out of here. yeah, you would have to find a whole list of Midwest, but it's a good conversation though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I wish I had a list of because we got the Midwest list. If we compiled a whole new new uh, New York, uh, New Jersey, Philly list, it would be crazy. I mean, if we think about 
Quincy Jones. Like it's, I, I do understand. It's listen. It's every region, at least the East and the Midwest, have very strong points. Busta Rhyme, like it's so many names. Okay. All right, don't yell out Busta. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. Respectfully, but Busta Rhymes a legend. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. It, it's, it's. I would need to see a complete list because, but I think, I think the East Coast is probably going to have uh, pause a lengthier list. While Chicago, I mean, while Midwest has those just heavy, heavy hitters. So Mary J. Blige, she's up. She's up there. You could put her neck to neck with Kells. Mm. And if you say you can't, we nigga, what? Mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige's uh, discography is neck to neck with Kels's discography. Ah, no. All right, ah. y'all say it's not. Y'all need to go back and re-listen to Mary J. Blige's discography. I don't know if it's neck to neck with Kels. It's, she has a great discography. <laughs> what? I don't know if it's. Because I think no one has, in R&B, nobody has a discography that's neck to neck with Kells. I feel like it's impossible. That's Cap. And it, it, it's Cap. It's hard because it sounds like we're disrespecting Mary J. Blige. We're really not. It, I, I don't want to disrespect her. And I, I hate, I'm I'm, I'm uh, defending this nigga that just got in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the other day. But I, I, it's tough, man. It's tough. Alright well I, I'm telling niggas need to go back and listen to Mary J Cause Mary J Like if you What album I'm thinking about If you look, like share my world What's the 411 R. Kelly don't got a lot of albums it's up to, Like, And I love TP2.com Where do we where, um, After this I, I, we can probably move on But where do we put Chief Keef in this Chief Keef up there Chief Keef loves it He's up there for sure Like I think a couple more years gonna have to pass but I don't know if you can tell the story of new hip hop without Chief Key. And Hell. and that makes me think that there are very few, there are very few on the East who are above Chief Key. I mean, but you you also gonna have to talk about like the uh, like Nikki, Cardi. You also have people like that. And see, I guess those are those are harder because. Yes, they're. From, I guess you have to. They're from there, but they didn't get it from there. Huh? <laughs> what? I see what you. I see what he's saying. He's saying like Cardi B doesn't really rap like she's from New York. I mean, Nikki, we know got Nikki hit her peak when she was with Deb. Yeah, but I mean that. that like, and then we could say Gay hit his peak when he was with Rockefeller. It was in New York. Not, but but we saw that it wasn't. I we mean, could say I, again. We could say Wayne hit his peak when he was hanging with Philly and East Coast niggas. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's good. It's it's. I feel like with hip hop, you can't even when we talk about who has more originators, it has to go to uh, the East Coast. We even say Dipset and all them niggas, yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's just hip. I mean, if we're talking about all, well, all music will be tough. But it is, yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Hey, y'all know how much I hate New York. Like, yeah, I'm not no. defending. I'm not ever defending New York or anything. But to take away how many niggas they have that ran the game at some point, it's we can't do that. No, I get it. This man's good conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what's what's going on with this Boosie and Ti situation, man? <laughs> Why did T.I. throw a paperwork party the other day? Did y'all see this shit? 
No. You do an actual paperwork party? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I guess uh, Boosie was on Vlad and he said that the album with him and T.I. isn't coming out anymore because remember that that interview we talked about with T.I. where he said he like snitched on his dead cousin or something like that? Mm -hmm. I guess Boosie just got wind of that and he said he can't hang out with rats and you know pretty much calling T.I. rat and all this other stuff so T.I. of course was upset and said that he was joking in that situation just making podcast content um and he told Boosie to like pull up on him or he should have called him um if he was real and so he's been hounding Boosie in like his IG comments saying you still ain't came by the house and checked out my paperwork and so I guess he got tired and threw like a paperwork party at one of his cafes that he owns um yeah so so I guess it proves he ain't a snitch, man, but it doesn't prove he's not corny. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the thing, man. Like, I was just watching the interview where he explained he was joking and all that. And I just kept thinking, like, damn, the internet really ruined the, like, allure for our legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, T.I. was that guy at the time. Like, that guy that... You just looked at him and he had that star power, right? His music was hidden and it was just, it was a different, it was just something different about him. Now I just kind of look at him as like a corny old head. And I hate that I have to look at him like that. Mm -hmm. That's, you can't, I couldn't even say it better than that, man. Internet didn't ruin T.I. Doc. For me at least. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about it like it's one Boosie was funny because he was talking about how snitching takes kids away from the homes so snitches like hate seeing kids with their families Mm-mm. he kind the way he broke it down was kind of hilarious but kind of made sense <laughs> in the same regards so he was like that's why you can't love a snitch um but throwing the paperwork party is crazy <laughs> scrap scrap <laughs> Hey, y'all come read my paperwork. That shit is nuts, man. Yeah, I can imagine being there, like, doing hookah or some shit. <laughs> and this nigga get on a mic fucking ranting about not being a snitch. Like, get your ass out of here, bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit, man. <laughs> if you going to be on a mic, perform ASAP or some shit, bro. <laughs> hey, I'd rather this nigga do stand-up than fucking read his paperwork. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, man. It's just... And I I don't want to touch on specifics because I don't like touching on people's family issues. But this whole boosty thing about not agreeing with uh not agreeing with same sex same sex marriages and people being lesbian. Boosie, you have a song <laughs> you have a song where you say two red bones kissing in the back seat. <laughs> like you can't be against this shit if you promoting it just because they having sex with you. Like, I, I never understood that while some men are cool with lesbians when it comes to, like, having sex with them or them doing stuff and not cool when it's people in your family and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, if you look at it that way, they're cool because they probably just look at them as bisexual and they straight for that time. But, I, you know, that whole situation, um, I saw the interview as well. I don't know why he keeps going to Vlad, but I saw that interview as well and him explaining it was... You could kind of see the points where he was missing it. And it, he still doesn't kind of get it, which is unfortunate. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's one of those things like 
nobody's gonna convince Boozy out of thinking how he thinks. It's a, yeah. it's, it's it's messed up, but at this point, it's like, nah, it's it's no point of even trying. He's gonna feel that way. Oh yeah, okay. So oddly enough, this nigga LL was on Hot Ones, mm-hmm. and they. The host, what's what's his name? Sean, whatever, Sean Miller, whatever mm-hmm. his name is. He asked him what pink cookies in a plastic bag getting crushed by a building meant. And while LL is eating ice cream, he all he does is sit, he insanely laughs like a psychopath and says, I don't know, I was high. <laughs> That's, I always wanted to know what that meant. I was always looking for what what could he be talking about in that line. So I'm glad somebody asked him. He said I, he he said, I don't know. I was high. I was on the phone with some girl and I told her, and then I I went to the studio. I always assumed it was like, okay, you got the pink cookies. We we assume what that is. We know what that is. Being crushed by a building, uh, we can kind of assume what that is. I don't understand pink cookies in a plastic bag, though. <laughs> but even explaining pink cookies you didn't crush by a building sounds it's insane. <laughs> it's one of the wildest lines I've, I think was ever said. And if he was really high, it makes sense. I didn't know what he was high on. Yeah, the, that's true. Yeah. It's a piece of mother shit. Uh, we all know LO wild ass nigga, bro. When he was licking his fucking hand at the WWE fight and shit, like, like, and he did it twice, bro. Like, no, to I, saw him, season. I saw him do it three different times in three different environments <laughs> at that same fight. When he was licking his hands, just straight you never like, see that shit. So what he would do is like, I saw he was with like Booker T, like pre. This was like pre-match, and he did the thing where he like he took his hand. And he like put it in the middle of his like in the middle of his forehead, and he ran down his face. But he like licked the side of his side of his hand. Yeah, bro, it's it's the weirdest thing. Like he made a shark hand, like a shark fin with his hand, and like ran it down his face and licked his fucking side of his hand, bro. It's nuts. <laughs> and then he never explains it. Like he doesn't say words out there. He just does it and just looks like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, so you you know them when niggas is in showbiz at a young age, you know they start. Yeah, <laughs> they go start acting to weird. At man. least thirty when he was doing not thirty, he had to be at least twenty something. What when he did when, uh, when he did the the licking his hand with the shark thing? A hundred percent. Damn, that's crazy. I, I don't know, man. It's just it's. It's just weird, bro. Shout out to LL, though, man. That's a legend. It appears that Adidas and Kanye have kind of made an agreement to, I guess, in a sense, resell what they have left of their inventory and under what that process is going to be. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week, but did we really that this is where things would go? So, I guess they reached agreement that there will be uh, no new Yeezy branded designs, only selling current Yeezy branded products um, that Adidas cannot sell without Ye. No update on future and those that, uh, no update on future after those sold. And then the Pirate Blacks will be the first on the release date. I need them. I need them. He gonna sneak some swastikas joints in there. I'm telling you, I'm not trusting that shifty ass nigga Ye, bro. I still don't believe this is real. 
I just don't. It just this seems like I don't know how Adidas does this without maybe they just don't care. They don't care about the backlash. I mean, money over everything, but I could not see them doing this. They losing a lot of money, bro. So maybe they just desperate enough where they just like, hey, we need we need this money, bro. I mean, I think they lost two hundred mil. I thought I saw from Ivy Park. Mm-hmm. Dude, shit. And the thing with Ivy Park is Beyonce still. I think I saw gets twenty million a year regardless. Oh, she did that, boy. Those lawyers are good. That's a deal right there. <laughs> like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I think it's no. because uh, the thing. The thing with Ivy Park is. I think Adidas got lazy and just said, hey, if we put Beyonce, uh, people love Beyonce, if we put Beyonce as the face of this, it's going to sell out and we, we're going to make a whole bunch of money. And it don't work like that. When people feel like you, you're not really involved in the in the marketing and all that stuff like that, it doesn't work. It's not going to work like that. Yeah, and I think this is also Beyonce knowing her audience how she got that 20 mil a year regardless in there. She yeah. she knows that in the beginning, they're going to line up. But once they realize that this is just some basic stuff, they're going to fall back. So she, yeah. she's smart for that. She knows what was going to happen. Like, if you think about a lot of the, um, the hip-hop fashion collaborations, in a sense, like, they always start off really hot. And then to some extent, they kind of cool off. Like there was a point where those Pharrell NMDs, like you, you couldn't find them because they were flying off the shelves and selling out, and then it cooled off. Same with the clothes. Like this, the thing with the Ivy Park is, it just it started off really like it seemed like it was going to be exclusive, and then it just seemed like it was going to be more and more and more of it, and people kind of got old. It kind of got old, and people kind of got over it. I guess it's the best way for me to put it. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that's true. Like, I, I haven't seen too like I see like core Beyonce fans with Ivy Park and excited about Ivy Park, but I don't see like a general like oh I need that Ivy Park. And maybe I'm wrong. Like I hey I'm I'm open to being wrong on that, but um yeah, can't be wrong if if they lose money. Yeah, it's, it, there, <laughs> there definitely was a point where it felt like I mean the same people who are buying you know spending so much money for these tickets and these concerts were spending the same cup of money on, you know, the apparel and the clothing of the collaboration. But again, like I was saying, when you feel like it's more and more of drops and it's not as exclusive, it kind of loses its glitz and glam to some extent. Like, I feel like even with the Travis Scott shits, like those kind of, they're still kind of it, but to some regard, they still kind of like lost their, the glitz and glamour of it because there have just been so many that have come out. Damn. And maybe Beyonce needs to drop a mail line, like uh, drop some cowboy neon tees or some some tanks. Well, the thing with Beyonce, <laughs> most some of the Ivy Park just do be unisex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I ain't doing that. I ain't copping no Ivy Park. Actually, <laughs> I, I did see some shit. I seen some like some sweatsuits that didn't look too bad. It's, it a, it's, a, like, it's a little hockey jersey on there that's kind of decent. It's just a feeling of me having a ho- Ivy Park hockey jersey that don't sit right with me. Yeah, I feel like you if you wear it to like a brunch, you pandering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might as well wear a <laughs> respect women shirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like the unisex ideas or anything. Ain't perfume or none of that stuff. I don't like unisex ideas. So it just doesn't feel right for me. I, I will say just before we get off the yay thing, I feel like if this is really going to happen, they have to have him release a statement or something. No, they're brought off with him not talking. Yeah, like what? That'd be the worst idea that he, he had. Yeah, he can't draw attention to himself. But how can you do this shit after all the things he said and there's no apology? No, I don't know how they're going to address that. They Because the, they're going to have to. What, I mean, but address it with who? They're not counting on people to hate Kanye to bodies Yeezys. No, that's not. But I'm, the reason that they got rid of him for the most part was the backlash they was receiving. Mm-hmm. So t- for you to recontinue that, how do you do that and just be like, all right, maybe they're over it? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't see how that works. I feel like as long as he stays out of sight, out of mind, it's easier. If he's doing things that keeps his name kind of in the press that's going to get yes, that's going to draw more attention to them and what they're doing but if he can stay low and quiet kind of how he's been these past couple of weeks people will 100% they're going to be some articles about it but people are still going to cop because they still want to they don't know when it's going to drop again or they may know it's never going to drop again yeah i'm i'm not worried about people copping people are definitely going to buy i'm just thinking about cuz last time you know you know what they do when it, when it, when they feel away. So I'm it's I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna just see what happens. Yeah, I, I I'm just wondering how they frame this. If they frame this as like a punitive thing where they drop yay, then yeah, I, I think you have a point. But if they frame the initial dropping as a sales thing, as we're not gonna sell any sneakers because this man is talking crazy, then I mean they could it works for them to kind of go back on there. Like, Oh, well, no, he still will sell. So let's put him back. You know, let's put him back in rotation. But if they do, did it like as a punitive thing, like, Hey, we're punishing him for what he said. So we're getting rid of him. Then yeah, they look kind of weird for just, Oh no, we need the money and hey, come back. So we can just sell these last couple sneakers. I mean, it's also a power play for them. It puts, they're in a position of where they can, they had an opportunity to kind of shelf him and take away some of his power and put some restraints on kind of what he can do and what they're doing. It's a win-win for them regardless, I think. Financially, in, in even in the eyes of the public, I think the public will get over it, but they really can't lose in this situation, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, uh, they had the... Um... The Creed, I guess the premiere this weekend. Um, see, you said you're going to see it on Wednesday, right? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, Creed three uh, premiere happened this Wednesday. L'Oreal from Lip Service, you know, one of Angelie's friends, and I guess she's on the radio too on some network in Atlanta. I want to, th- I want to say, or maybe New York. Uh, but yeah, she was on the red carpet interviewing people and she interviewed Michael B. Jordan and I guess they used to go to school together in high school mm. and she has a, a interview where she said that her and her friends used to make fun of him and call him corny because he used to come to school with like headshots and stuff like that so they just <laughs> thought he was weird <laughs> so <laughs> it's crazy how life works because then 
he's the director of this film and like a big movie star now and she has to interview him. <laughs> and he comes up to her and is like hey, I'm the corny guy right <laughs> oh like, I like that dubs her ass like crazy uh, but he didn't really dub her he, he sat there and talked to her but um, it was just awkward because she was like, no, you're not cool. like." She kind of had to run it back. And then at the end of the interview, she was like, you're not corny no more. Yeah, no, because he was like, I'm the corny dude, right? She was like, no, that wasn't me. But it was weird because it wasn't, I don't even know if it's just her and her friends. It's weird for many weird reasons. I think she's somebody like, it's the whole school and they made fun of his name. He's like, he's Michael Jordan, but he's no Michael Jordan. Which, yeah. yes, to some extent, that's funny and it kind of makes sense. But if you think about it, it, when Michael B. Jordan was in high school, he had to at least have been on the wire at some point, right? Yeah, it was in hardball. Like, he should he should have been successful enough for, like, y'all not to be laughing at Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, that, that's real. I mean, but it's kids. Kids, will die, especially if they know an actor, you know, they're going to find a reason to make fun. Yeah, but school play actor and I'm on TV actor are two different things. That is true. That yeah, is true. He, he had Wire, General Hospital, he was on or One Like to Live, right. one of them shows. Then we're going crazy for the General Hospital. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> wasn't he on um that wasn't Friday Night Lights, was he on, right? Wasn't yeah. he on some football yeah, he was show? On Friday mm-hmm. Night Lights. That had to be when he was in high school. And I know he was getting some shit off that. He had to be like 18, 19 <laughs> at that point, I think. Maybe so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah no, he remember. <laughs> I, I respect that, bro. Stand on that. Stand on that. You're gonna have to stand on that when you see me. See, I don't like him is... continuing the interview. I would have dubbed her ass and kept it moving. <laughs> <laughs> but him, him sitting there for the interview, I'm like he's he even like kept it professional. I respect that, man. This is one of those things where you kind of hope that you can like teach your kids to like be decent people because you never know what's gonna happen in the future, but you also understand kids are gonna be kids and it's just kind of go how it's gonna go. Yeah that's, yeah, that's why I apologized last week, man. I don't want that kid to be stunned on me like this nigga <laughs> worth like millions of dollars and shit. And yeah, you never know. He bought it. He bought a right to your life story and did, bro. <laughs> Make up a crazy scary. movie. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Anybody go see Cocaine Bear this weekend? I didn't, but it's on my to do list. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know if I can. I'm really no. I'm. I'm gonna tap in because. I'm hoping that these sequels come through. It did like really well. I mean, there's. I mean, did you really expect it not to? Like thirty two like, million real. dollars or something like that. It did thirty two mil. Yeah. Oh like, be real. God. Did you really expect it not to do well? I thought people would be smarter than go see a movie called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> what? There's nothing not fun about a movie about a bear that's hyped up on cocaine. I'm gonna watch it at home, but I'm not going to the movies to go see a movie called Cocaine Bear. Nah, I can't do that. I might do it. <laughs> Honestly, they're already talking about sequels. Uh, Adderall, Alligator, and Crystal yeah, Meth Puppies. <laughs> Crystal Meth Puppies. Yeah, that shit is nuts. Crystal yeah, the, Meth what? Puppies. See, there, see, the I guess whoever the, the writer, director of Cocaine Bear is already thinking about spinoff with like other animals. Oh, um, and some of, them, some of them have been Adderall, Alligator, Crystal Meth Puppies, Cocaine Rats, Cocaine Dolphin. This is basically like a Sharknado, but with like different animals. And Sharknado wasn't even that. Sharknado was crazy, but I watched all of them. You watched all the Sharknados? What? What is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we really got to be asking. What? <laughs> Y'all didn't watch any of the Sharknado? Hell I did not no. Watch one. I didn't. 
Yeah, man, if you need if you need like a good cheap laugh and some good cheap fun, like that's it. You, it's if it, it's it's tornadoes with sharks in them. Like it's absurd. It makes no sense, but it's funny to watch. <laughs> that's fucking nuts, bro. I don't know <laughs> if I could ever watch some shit like that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. There's no way in hell I'm watching Cocaine Rats. You you cannot pay me. I fuck around would, and watch would, Crystal Meth Puppies though. You would watch. You would watch Adderall Alligator. That sounds fun. I I, I would for sure watch that. The same way cocaine ba- cocaine bear sounds kind of fun to see. Yeah, it, once it drops on whatever these streaming things, I'll for sure put it on. Man, they gotta drop heroin heroin hawks. <laughs> heroin <laughs> hawks. No, don't be scared. <laughs> I mean, but the thing about cocaine bears is based on a, like a true story, though. Listen, all, everything else can be based on a true story. Fitting all ferrets. Nah, ferrets. you're going too far now. <laughs> They just dead. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do nothing off fentanyl. <laughs> no, we can't do that. Y'all know Insecure got picked up by own. Oh yeah, I saw that. Which, what? Yeah, they're gonna show Insecure the reruns on own. Wait a second, is own like standard cable? Mm, what do you mean by standard? Like you know how I want to say no. Like HCBS, ABC, NBC. Yeah, like a TNT, like one of those. Yeah. It is? Yeah, it's it's, it's through Viacom, yeah. How the fuck they gonna show that? I mean, once once um I mean you can you can purchase stuff outside of yeah, yeah, the the rights outside of HBO. No, no, I'm saying, how are they going to show it? All those sex scenes, all the cursing, like, how does that even work? They're going to have to edit a good amount oh, well, of it. I mean, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll edit it to... Yeah, edit it out. Be, Man, that show going to be 15 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be five minutes late. How are you... The fucking was like... I mean, it, it, part wasn't of the that, show. It, it wasn't that many sex scenes in cursing and insecure. It won't be that really. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be It'll be certain episodes, yes. Like, the Lawrence and... Uh, Fam, bank, you might as well cut that shit. whole scene out. No, no, no. Even even when Lawrence was going in on her, that's one of the best scenes. You you got to cut half that dialogue out. No, nah, no dialogue is getting cut. Think of FX. All that shit yeah. they show on FX. Oh yeah, F- see, but that's why I wanted to know. It's on like how strict is on. I don't know. Do they got room to do shit? They'll find a way. I mean, they got Tyler Perry shows on this. You never. Yeah, know. Ain't sisters on them. I thought that was BT Plus. Yeah. No. But regardless of the fact, I, I just thought it was kind of cool that like it seems like black shows are going back into syndication. I mean, because there's a point where you Martin Living Single, um, Family Matters, like there were a lot of black shows, Fresh Prince, that stayed in syndication, but since like streaming services and all that type of like we don't like th- I'm surprised like there isn't a scandal sy- like syndication at some point. Yeah. And I mean that that's a really good point. That's a big part of a lot of these shows being so ingrained in us is the syndication of us like George Lopez and all them shits coming on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Like that's the reason why I enjoyed mm-hmm. those shows. It's cause I King of Queens. Yeah. Uh Family yeah. Matters, all that shit. And it it, it kind of brings me to the question I was gonna ask too, is about rewatching shit. Like, um somebody was like they People don't rewatch movies anymore. Like it's one-offs. Like if I watch a new movie, I'm not going back and rewatching it again. Mm-hmm. What's the last movie yeah, I got- rewatch? Um, 
I'm the last one that. was it might have been Minister Society. See, and that's that came out in like the nineties and shit. So, but they they talk about like what is the latest movie that came out that you've rewatched? Oh, um, I've, I've tried to rewatch. See, I think it's different now because one, I think it's harder to rewatch because some of these one they don't come on like we don't require to catch it on TV. Mm. But some of these re- movies kind of just aren't. Movies are just not as rewatchable. Like I tried to watch Creed the other the other day because I know the sequel's coming out, but you have to either pay, you have to find a streaming service to pay for it. And I kind of feel like, yeah, $3.99 isn't that much, but if I'm paying for all these other streaming services, I got rather not pay an additional additional $3.99 for this movie. I, I don't know about y'all, but and this is just maybe me. I feel like anytime I rewatched a movie, it was out of necessity not because i really wanted to do it mm, like no. it was out of all right we need to watch a movie we got these dvds here we have these vhs's here go on something that we got for One me I'm, the- I'm not a huge movie rewatcher like once i see it once i'm kind of on to the next i'm kind of good i'll rewatch a franchise like i rewatched months a few months ago like i rewatched fast and furious that that franchise, or at least I tried to. Oh, so you mean you don't rewatch movies in general? Like even when like tapes and VHSs are out. You talking about me? Yeah. No, no, I did, but it was out of just because this is all we had. Is it? I don't think it was ever because I really wanted to do it. Oh, that's if that's, that makes sense. Yeah, that's different. Well, me, yeah. I know I rewatch movies all the time. Like I can tell you all the words: uh, ATL, Rush Hour, Rush Hour Two, Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two, Friday, all the Fridays, fucking uh, Minister Society, Boys in the Hood. All, all those I've seen more than five or six times. Yeah, shit, I even went to the theater to rewatch ATL at one point. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I might, I might just be different. I've, I just feel like once I see it, it's good. It's, it's not the same when I rewatch it. I think it's not like shows give, for me. You gotta give yourself a chance. I mean, even rewatching it, you realize how much like you, how much of the times that it was. I feel like if you start, if you give yourself a chance to rewatch it, it'll feel a little bit different than just rewatching a movie. Yeah, and I think now with me too, I don't rewatch as much because mm-hmm. I got so much on my watch list now. And it's just like, if I go back and rewatch, I'm just wasting time that I could be watching a show that I meant to get to or a movie that I meant to get to. So that takes away a little bit of my rewatching time now. But I'm not opposed to it. Like, I watch Two Guns all the time. I watch fucking uh, Pay for Wait all the time. Those are probably the last two that I rewatched. I I did also, yeah, just from Robert, we watched the Best Man movies before the series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So mo- it's mostly black movies. I ain't gonna lie. Those, yeah, those have sure. rewatch values. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I just want to see why that's not happening nowadays. Um, Brandon Miller, man. Uh, it was. I, I don't know if we talked about the Alabama shooting. Um, with the the basketball player from Alabama, Darius Miles, was arrested for shooting uh shooting a woman on the strip. In Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that that happened. And this week, I guess one of the other teammates, Brandon Miller, was brought into custody—not custody, but they brought him in for questioning because 
he ended up bringing the other guy's gun back to him. I guess he was dropping him and his friend off and the friend Gary's miles people allegedly was like, Hey, we need, I left something in your car. Can you come back and drop it off to me? Shoot. I, I honestly, I thought I read that it was his gun. They no, asked him to bring. It was Brandon. Okay. I mean, it was Darius Miles guy. And so that's what I read too initially. And I'm glad somebody cleared it up because um I was like, why isn't this nigga in jail? But mm. um, yeah, it, it it's not it wasn't his gun, and that's okay. why he wasn't charged with anything. Um mm-hmm. so he brought back the gun and uh, eventually the gun was used in a crime allegedly. Um so uh, we fast forward through the week. Alabama has a game, they don't take Brandon Miller off. At this point, everybody I think is still thinking what me and C's were thinking. Like he was part of this whole thing. Like it was his gun and mm-hmm. he needs to be charged and things like that. So you got the crowd saying lock him up. Um they playing a, a away game. The crowd saying lock him up and shit, which I thought was nuts. He drops 41 points. Yeah. Yeah, hey, salute that young nigga. Uh, so but the I next thought, game, yeah, the next game is where it gets wild. He comes out, does the pregame introduction, and you know they all doing the handshakes. And what the handshake does they do? The that guy does a fake pat down on him. <laughs> so I, I, I wouldn't have done uh, that, bro. I wouldn't have done that. Well, I don't know. Put yourself, you yourself in a young nigga's head. No, you're not. I would wrong. definitely do some shit like that. <laughs> For sure. If if I knew that I was like cleared from this, I could see my young self doing something. Not saying it's right, but I would. Yeah. No, yeah, you're, she you're, lost her life, bro. You can't do that. You're, not, you're but the thing is, you're not wrong, but Donna's also not wrong. Like we're we're in a different tier of mature and our mind is in a different mindset, but in college. You, if somebody did this at the school at U of I, you might not see a problem with it. You might think it's more funny than wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Once I start thinking like somebody lost their mother, somebody lost their child, and stuff like that to this, then you gotta be like, "Yo, bro, like, why would you even put yourself in that situation?" Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's hard to do that as a kid because he's also he's probably not even thinking about that side he's thinking about man just the other game people was saying I didn't be I need to be locked up for something I didn't even do you know he so, was somewhere playing with uh, Snoop Murder was the case <laughs> he was going through his old hey man they really trying to come down on me type shit you know he felt like Tariq and Power like he he was probably feeling himself a little bit he needs to be like the the team should address that I'm not saying he should like they should let that slide, but I could definitely see myself doing something like that. It was crazy because the team, I think, at that point had had to address him even still playing. Mm. Like in the game that he dropped 41, like they had to address that. And then he came back out and did this. Like I I I understand that it's wrong. I also do understand like this is a as unfortunate as it says to say this is a kid and I do understand how he could have made this mistake and fucked this all up. Yeah, and whole time like that's a that's kind of a fire ass introduction if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> of, like it's it's low key fire to, the, doing the pat down. That's some I mess with that. I all right, let's let's see. let's be real. The pat down is a lower tier introduction celebration. It's a it's it's lower tier if you don't 
have any type of case, it is definitely even more lower tier if you have an open case. See, I think that's it's the opposite. <laughs> I feel like because you have an open case, that shit is top tier. <laughs> that shit is that shit is uh, some amazing stuff right there. If he just did it like he was a regular motherfucker, I'd be like, all right, what you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, cool. well, you got yeah. <laughs> it's I feel high. like you got, but he's he's like he could be a draft pick. So like you at this point, you got to think about like how smart of a business decision this is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. In, in, in the grand scheme of things. He shouldn't have done this ever. But I, I think if in that moment, top tier uh introduction, but yeah, he I hope it doesn't mess him up like that. Cause I, I don't know how good this dude is. Is he like one of those dudes? Well, no, he's he 41 the other day. He <laughs> no, he can he can definitely be end up being a lottery pick. Oh damn. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, no, he's not like some uh, He's not some, change my mind on this. Yeah, he's not some like bench warmer. He's he can hundred percent end up being a lottery pick. No, see, now I'm I'm a little because when you got that to risk, you somebody should have been in his ear, like, bro, you need to just relax. You need to draw the least amount of attention to yourself at this moment, because it's money at play. I thought he was just kind of a, you know, he can hoop. No. I didn't know he was. <laughs> he's, he's. I didn't a, know he could be first round. He's a freshman lottery pick. Ah. Freshman potential lottery pick. Yeah, if if I know I'm one of them niggas, I'm not doing that. But I'm all of it, I mean, the freshman part uh, plays into the, the stupidity portion, but the lottery pick is also like, hey, <laughs> hey, somebody should have yeah. done something. Yeah, yeah, never. You can't do that. Come on, man. You ever fool in the sports, like playing sports and your parents get on you from the stands? This kind of reminds me of that. Like when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing to your parents, like, at you, like oh, you shit, celebrate a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that, man. Come on, bro. It's I, I understand it. So, there's some messed up things that you just want to do that just sound fun. I, I completely understand. But if you're going to do that, man, just, you know. Do it in the privacy of your home or something. I feel like I feel like Bernie you had a you had a confession or a story again. <laughs> nah. I got a lot of stories because my dad used to be my coach, but uh nothing nothing crazy. Probably the one thing is when when I tried to throw the ball at the ump because it called me out. <laughs> And I was warming up. I was a pitcher. <laughs> I was warming up, and I tried to hit him in the head with the ball. <laughs> Did you? And you missed. And you missed. Yeah, I missed. Like, <laughs> yeah, dog. You should have been pitching. No way. <laughs> I was like in the middle of crying though. Like I was crying, and, like <laughs> warming up. <laughs> Young menace. They got the oh. Everybody yeah. just looking at you like, oh man. Oh shit, that's yeah. funny. How do y'all feel like uh we should approach like plastic surgery, man? I'm meaning to get this topic off for a little minute with us. Um so y'all know how over the years we all have this thing of letting people do them as far as like plastic surgery if they feel like they want a, a bigger butt or to get their stomach tightened up, whatever they want to do plastic surgery wise. We've all it's been a lot of people to say, hey, that's their body, let them do what makes them feel good. Um, I've seen a lot of that over the years, but now we get to the point where 
a lot of this shit looks horrible. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, you see these girls with this and ass and stuff like that, and you just set. It makes you sad because it's like, what got you to that point? Well, I see the comments that say natural bodies are for the brokies. Ooh, that's fucked up. <laughs> and it, and it kind of, I mean, it kind of brings you to the question of how do you, without telling people what to do and how to live, how do you? get people to appreciate natural beauty and not have to go through this stuff. That's, that's tough. Cause that's predominantly all we see now, like on social media, outside of regular people that we know, like the regular working class, uh, we're used to, you know, the celebrity appearance. And most of that is unflawed. So it's kind of hard to get someone to appreciate, you know, themselves other than, you know, letting them know. I think it really comes down to if you want the work, you got to pay, be willing to pay for the good work. So you cool with plastic surgery? You, I mean, I do understand that people want to look young. People want to enhance certain things. People, It, it makes sense what plastic surgery is for and what it can do beneficially if you pay for the good work where everything kind of looks more natural if you start trying to save money if you're trying to save money on your surgeries then i think that's when you end up with the like the diaper booties and (laughs) you you get the pamper ass like (laughs) that type of bbl like it just looks soggy and lumpy and just non-natural do you think like uh, someone at your job could just get a BBL and come back and it'll be cool? It depends on how much they were BBLing. Because it's like, I, I feel like this type of surgery and stuff is reserved for people with a particular type of lifestyle. I mean, if you're doing like a lift, a lift, you can definitely do a lift as a regular person, but if you're, I don't know, if you're trying to go from a, from an ironing board to a thicky, <laughs> then no, you can't, yeah, you cannot you, do that. Yeah, you can't come into work all of a sudden with all or, a bunch of ass. Or if you come with some ass, bro. Or if yes. you're going to do it, you got to do it in between like new jobs. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, but even then it's like, I feel like there's certain jobs where you don't want to be having all that ass. Yeah, That's but there's certain point. lifestyles where you do want to have that ass. You can no, be no, too for sure. thick for certain positions, bro. But yeah. your job is only temporary. That ass forever. <laughs> is it? I mean, if you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I, I don't really have a problem with people doing it for the most part. I would just, you know, try to be safe with it. Yeah, don't end up with caulk in your booty. Yeah, don't do that, I fuck yeah. around to do some if I have money. Okay. What? What? I fuck around and get a BBL. Not a BBL. Don't don't <laughs> definitely get calf implants. <laughs> no man, I might do like some. I don't know. Uh, Tommy uh, took. All right. The more I think about it, now y'all just going. <laughs> wouldn't judge me for anything I say. <laughs> I would. I would have thought about the uh, leg uh, surgery to be taller. I see. I, I see the doc. Have you ever seen the documentary on that? 
No. They got one on Vice, and they show how they do it, like they like break your shit. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, bro. Sometimes it don't work. And you yeah, just got that, these broken ass legs. That's good. That's uh, I think a little too risky. I might do like a if I wanted a crazy ass beard, like with insane length, I might do some shit like that. But I would just need the money. I just I would just need the money to just play around. This thing gonna look like Akon. They gonna use Akon's unused, <laughs> unused hair, <laughs> his unused follicles. <laughs> I fuck around. If I had money, I I do a whole bunch of shit. I get the veneers that, <laughs> that all the niggas got. I wouldn't go too crazy with it. But yeah, see, the thing I'm worried is it's like you can't control that. Like I saw a, a story the like actually this morning about. It's up to a doctor's discretion how they want to do do it. Like this woman begged with her doctor not to give her more ass, and he like doubled her ass. Okay, on some like <laughs> devious shit, bro. No, you need more. <laughs> yeah, so you just never know, and you never know how those teeth gonna come out. You can either have corporate teeth or you can have Rick Ross teeth. <laughs> that's that's true too. You can't come back to work with the crazy, <laughs> the oversized joint. Yeah. I'm looking like Glorilla and shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. You start yucking after everything. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> yuck, yuck. Yo, ass crazy. <laughs> what your ass say? <laughs> like you get possessed by Steve Harvey demon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you can't be a mean yucking it up as as, as jokes. By the Steve Harvey team, <laughs> you know I've been talking like that and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Jim, you a wild boy, Jim. <laughs> Start dressing like the nigga, man. <laughs> yo, yo, you alright? <laughs> Your suit's flowy as hell. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I never. Uh, I'm. I've always been kind of weary on that, man. Um, did y'all know Door to Explorer is blonde? What? Uh, what? Dora, the, Dora the Explorer is blind and Boots was a service monkey. Okay, gotta stop. I'm not playing around, bro. Is this real? This confirmed? This is real. The, the fucking voice of Dora came on TikTok talking about it. No. I, I, Why do you I'm think she was always asking you to help her with shit? He was a kid. No, because she no. didn't know where to go, bro. I, I, no, this can't be real, bro. This isn't real. <laughs> nah, dog. Because she wasn't you. bumping into shit. She <laughs> like Because she had the the service monkey, bro. She had no sunglasses. <laughs> that monkey wasn't guy. That, that, that monkey was fucking up his damn self. <laughs> bro, you don't have to have sunglasses to be blind, bro. <laughs> she needed the shades. Oh man, look into I'm it, not- man. I'm not going with that. Uh, Usher said, "Confessions is the beginning of toxic R and B." True offense. I feel like that's false. Hmm. I see where he's going with that. Hmm. I I know Orange Juice Jones to rain like that. That was toxic. <laughs> that was super toxic. <laughs> no, you're right, bro. I know Jones was toxic. Yeah, where I want to be. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Nah, yeah. I should just feel myself a little bit too much. Would y'all say that was the start of the toxic-themed album? I don't 
have the full knowledge, but I partially want to say no. I'm trying to think of all the steps in 12 play. <laughs> Cause I feel like it was some toxicity in there. <laughs> Listen, there has to be. Yeah. And speaking of that, bro, I don't want to stay on Kales for too long, but uh, she's got that vibe. Did y'all y'all remember when he was like naming women in that shit? She named Aaliyah, vibe. and Aaliyah had to be what eight at the time, bro. Wait, he named her in that? Yeah. When he was like, "Little Aaliyah's got it," and I was like, "What oh, in the oh, hell?" The sun's been there. We just, we just, man. The sun's been there. Niggas just been ignoring it, man. It was just bro, too good. I think Aaliyah was like twelve at the time, bro. That's sick. That's oh come on. Yeah, bro. It's crazy, dog. We really like overlooked some of it. Not even overlooked it, like look past some of the shit the yeah. kids is doing, bro. But uh, I don't know, man. Let's get into this music, man. Um, uh, we got Don Tolliver, man. Don Tolliver uh, blessed us with a new album called uh, Love Sick, I want to say. Is it Love Sick? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, what y'all think about it, man? How y'all feeling? Uh, I really liked it. I, I thought it was a really great album. On first listen, I was kind of... Um, I messed with it, but I thought, I don't know if this kind of moves uh, the needle for him career-wise, because mm-hmm. that's what I was kind of, like, looking forward in, to in this album. Like, is this going to allow him to take that next step up? And I, I don't know if it necessarily does that, but I really like the album. I really like the songs on here. Um, I, I really like the song with James Blake. Um Cinderella is, is real dope. I, I love Honeymoon. Um, I heard this was a concept album. I, I didn't pick up on it. I might have to listen again. But yeah, on first listen, I really enjoyed it. Okay. See what you did. Yeah. Um, similar to what Don was saying, I was looking for this to take another step. I feel like you could, since he was playing with his sounds, it wasn't too rappy. Um, it was very much more melodic, which to me always kind of indicates him trying to maybe take a different path upward. Um, if I had was one of the ones, Company Part Three, that Private Landing. Um, it was a lot of good. It was it was some good songs on here. So I don't know where I would put it in his. What four? I guess you could Donnie Womack, Heaven or Hell, Life of a Don, and then this. I don't necessarily. I don't know if I would put it in the top. It might be in the top two. It might be in the two or three. Is where I'll put it. It might be in the two or three. Mm, okay, for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I felt like to solidify him as one of those artists that, um. I don't look to to be at the forefront of music like mm-hmm. where I'm not looking for the growth. I'm not looking like a um, who are we just talking about that? We we want to see what the next step is. We were just talking Travis about Scott. It. it was Travis. It was yeah. Travis Scott. Yeah. Yeah. So as a Travis, I look I don't look forward to the next step because um, I know what I'm going to get from Travis. But that doesn't take away from the greatness that is Travis Scott. 
Like he's going to present mm-hmm. stuff that is amazing, but he's never to me going to push the the culture forward and going to provide like this other stuff. When we look back on history, Travis Scott is going to be Travis Scott. I think it's the same for Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver is an incredibly uh, talented uh, person. I really like this album. Uh, Company Part Three, um, Let Her Go with James Blake, Cinderella. And I think it was Go Down and Time Hills All were the five for me that um they're really good. Time Hills All especially. Um but yeah, nothing too crazy. I- I've liked some of his past projects a little bit better, but I mean that doesn't take away from this one. This one to me was really good. I I liked it. I even liked for me after after hearing it in the sequence. Like it's not my favorite song, but <laughs> it's all right, I guess. So it it, it was cool. Yeah, I thought, and when I was talking about like taking the next step, I was kind of thinking about not necessarily musically, but like, is he going to ascend to being one of those dudes that gets to the Travis Scott level? As far as we, like, Travis is one of those, like, he's probably like a S tier artist, you would say. Mm-hmm. Do you see Don Tolliver get into that level? Because I feel like right now he's kind of in the uh, – he, he doesn't – his fan base is kind of like – it's not huge. I feel like it's still – he's in that niche part. Yeah. I would – I would. the perfect comparison for me to Don is Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich, I can't see him ever – now I can't see him ever going to the S tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was a point where you could. There was a point you did. <laughs> yeah, Which but I think, I, I think as makes, projects came along, it was just like we we know what Roddy Rich is. Fair. So I, I think I will put them in the same tier, like the that fringe A B tier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then that's why this was. I think in. I think this album confirmed that for me with Don. Like he's kind of gonna be there, which I'm not mad at at all because he still drops great music. But I was gonna see this was the one where I was judging. All right, let's see where this really goes. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. Yeah, and uh, did you have any more standouts? Or those was the only one, Cinderella and the song with James Blake. Oh uh, yeah, um, I did enjoy hearing Glorilla on that type of beat. Yeah, she went crazy. Yeah, that was that was real dope, and I like. I feel like Glorilla's starting to like ascend more and more when you start hearing her on stuff that she's not necessarily on. I like that shit. So hopefully, you know, she gets bigger and bigger placements. But she she went crazy. Yeah, I I really think she needs to focus on that versus her solo career now. I know that sounds weird, but I think if you give us too much too early, people get tired of you. And mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. with that, um, what's that song she got with? What's that nigga? Um, Money back. That money back mm-hmm. song. It, it just sounds like this force. Like, hey, she's hot right now. Let's try to force some shit out. When she could really just chill, hop on some features until her next big project is ready. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm mad at that. Like at this point, it's like, especially for like women artists. We, the, <laughs> It's like the focus on albums is not really there because they don't really need it. That's so, right. I'm 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 not mad at her not dropping an album at all and doing these features as long as she keep killing shit. 
we also had Key Glock Glockoma 2 come out. Um, is this an actual album or mixtape? I think it's an album. It's always the, yeah. It always gets fuzzy about these now. But um, how how do you think about this? What do you think about this? Man, I Key Glock is one of those like I look at him as appetizer type niggas. Not, not trying to be disrespectful. <laughs> what? <Ugh. laughs> that sounded not, sick not too. Trying to be one of the, not trying to be one of. I don't. I don't want. I'm probably describing this bad, but it's like he doesn't miss, and his music is more so like a, a add on to what you're doing. Like it's not a main focus. Like when I when Don dropped his shit, it's like, all right, I need to focus on this album. I need to hear what he's saying. Where it's like, he got, I know what I'm getting. It's, it's going to be fire. Put it on in the background. Pro, you know, don't necessarily look too much into it. But I, I really liked it. It was it was dope. When I heard um, In and Out of Town, I was like, shit, I might have to see that nigga live. I ain't going to lie. I might have to. I might have to pull up. That shit go crazy. But he did what he needed to do. So do you think that he'd be bigger than Dolph or no? No. No. No, 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 no. He, it, the reason I don't think he's going to be bigger than Dolph is because Dolph had those quotables and those... He had those quotables and those ad-libs that just you... It's different. It's different. Glock is good, but he's never... He's not going to have the personality that Dolph had. Also, he was also building... Joff was also building things. It's, it's, I think it's going to be difficult for him because he looks like he was built off Dolph as well. So it's going to make it harder for him to seem to get to that Dolph point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was cool. Uh, you know, it was, it was, I, I didn't really delete any, any other songs. I deleted maybe one or two. Uh, two stood out to me was the, what songs are that? Homicide Gang and Fuck a Feature. I thought those are my favorite ones out there. But I mean, like you said, we we know what we're getting from Dolph. It's gonna be good. Was we'll he an appetizer for you? No, he wasn't an appetizer. <laughs> for me. I take that back. Man. It's hard to think of this shit, man. Need more prep time. Uh, but I missed this when we were talking about the the um. The Don album is. We need another hood pro- black project from Justin Bieber. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It, it, and that's the thing with Justin Bieber. After journals, I think black people as a whole just want us to are all just kind of like, hey, don't forget about us, young nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we we understand we understand what you got to do, what you got to do, but. We was here at your lowest with journals. Like we, we help lift you up. Like don't forget about your roots, nigga. So don't forget about us. Don't forget about us, man. I'm back. Yeah, man. So I don't know. Oh, that verse was cold, and I was like, yeah, we we gonna need another one of them projects from JB, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, as far as singles, we got a Chloe and Chris Brown. Uh, song that came out they finally dropped the one we was talking about last week how'd y'all feel about that man I, I thought that shit was really good that's yeah. actually my favorite Chloe song out of everything that she's dropped that sample tough bro that throwback sample that's tough mm, damn it was yeah. really good alright I'm gonna go listen to it I, there was no way I was really gonna click on it yeah, but I might I listen to it it's a one of the things about her is, is some of her music comes off a little try hardish. 
Mm-hmm. And it still kind of is on this one, but I don't know. It I think the combo mixes very well. Like Breezy kills it. The the throwback sample on it was called. Um, yeah, I, I I think it was pretty good. It was it was like right. yeah, that that would probably be my only criticism for Chloe. And like, who am I? Because I can't sing for shit. But like, sometimes you don't have to come on a song and overdo it every time to show people that you have that range. Some mm-hmm. songs you could just be chill and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you don't have to go too wild with it, but I, I mess with this. One. Uh, but yeah, man, that's about it, man. Y'all got anything else to say before we get into shout outs? Uh, no, man, I think we straight. Yeah. All right. Uh, don't know what you got, bro. Uh, damn, I, I was coming in here to shout out, um, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Soraya, the actress. Actress from BMF? Yeah. I was coming here to shout her out because I've been seeing her and uh, she's in Wu-Tang 2 now. And she's gorgeous. But And that's what I was going to shout her out for. But I just saw that now she's like messing with Joey Badass. So I don't. I thought she was dating uh, Jacob Lattimore. Oh, no. That ended, man. She she don't like fucking with Mama uh Mama boys, that's what she said. <laughs> All right, are you making this up or are you? <laughs> no, dead ass. She, she said it, man. Where did she, she say this? That's disrespectful as hell. <laughs> on TikTok, she has a great, she has a great TikTok, by the way. Yeah, man, it's now she with Joey Badass, and he don't even be coming. So this is ridiculous. This is a waste. But salute to her. Bro, you are, you said some statements on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Shout year. out to Soraya, man. <laughs> yeah, no, salute. Uh, she's making moves. Yeah, she that's got a I little. Got. She got a scene on on BMF. That's yeah. I need to watch. I need yeah. to get tuned in. Uh, let's see what you got, bro. Um. Man, I guess I'm gonna shout out Judge Mathis. They canceled his show, but then they brought him back on a new show. Just a few days later, yeah. It's a new show. I'm assuming it's coming soon. But yeah, they they said uh, his show in People's Court is ending after just like a 20 year run or something like that. So shout out to Judge Mathis. You can't hold a real one down for long, man. That's crazy. Yeah, his son is on uh, Council Court. His son is the judge on Council Court. Oh, damn, salute. Yeah, which is hilarious. I don't know if y'all watch that, but Council Court be having me dying, bro. You, you got to keep those court shows. You have to. I, I hope they don't. This ain't a sign of them going away. Because it's, it's, it's needed television. Yeah, what happened to Steve Harvey shit? I don't know. Some shows <laughs> just like go away. Yeah, because that was, that was actually funny, bro. But yeah, I don't you, know, man. You need that bullshit. Yeah, but uh, my shout out is to D Wade, man. Um, I don't know if y'all caught his NAACP um, Image Award speech yesterday. He got an award for something. I forgot what it was. I probably should have noted it down, but him and Gabby got it for advocating for trans and non binary people. Uh, and D Wade's part of the speech was great, man. Um, I think one of the lines that I liked the most was like how he focused that. Like father's job shouldn't be to create many versions of themselves. It should be like to facilitate their children's like lives in the world, bro. And I thought that was so real because so many fathers focus on creating like this, like either mini version of themselves or like a 
approved version of what they think their kids should be instead of like you brought this kid in the world help them navigate this world however they are and like I, I, th- I thought that was dope um, Gabby got a little preacher but <laughs> so I don't know if I was feeling Gabby's part but I, I like she addressed Lucy in any way no 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 not, not by name but she got like a little bit too yeah too, too about it uh, but yeah <laughs> shout, shout out to them man for winning that award and I, I really love how they approach um, that situation advocating for um, trans non-binary the whole LGBTQIA um, community in general so uh but yeah, man. Uh, we appreciate everybody for listening, man. No little boss, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Yes, sir.